Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Everybody, welcome back to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast. I've got here a guy who many of you will know um, and who I've uh, uh, studied for many years and even had the privilege of working for him for a while, Justin Brooker. Uh, uh, thanks for coming on the call, man. How are you? I'm good, man. It's my first call of the day. Ready to rock and roll. Awesome. So, um, uh, for those uh, of you who uh, uh, aren't familiar with Justin and uh, his uh, main thing is uh, ad skills, which is the premier uh, paid traffic training that's, uh, that's available online. You know, um, I've seen Facebook posts where people have asked where, uh, you know, where the best uh, paid traffic trainings are to be found. And, you know, 80% of the answers that, that I've been seeing people uh, respond there is, you know, also ad skills, ad skills, ad skills, Justin Brooks. So, um, uh, that's uh, who um, uh, Justin is. But uh, um, what I'm really uh, interested to find out about is uh, is the subject of today's call. So, um, so we're talking about uh, uh, YouTube ads today, Justin. Yes, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm interested to uh, learn about this myself. So, um, what kind of stuff have you done with uh, YouTube ads in the past? I've uh, done a lot of things. Probably one of my uh, funnier case studies is when I was working with a client who had a kind of an anti-Obama uh, sales angle. We were targeting the White House YouTube channel and running all of our ads on the White House YouTube channel. So that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. um, depending on which side of the politics you're on, at least. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that was good. Um, but, uh, you know, the topic that I had sent over to you was uh, YouTube ads to webinars. You know, yeah, this is something yeah. that I don't think many people are talking about. And uh, what people don't understand is that Facebook, you know, what they don't understand is they don't understand uh, that every traffic network, you can use them all for everything. However, mm. Every traffic network kind of has its own intent, its own mindset. And, uh, and when I say intent, I mean, you know, like what is the person intending to do on that traffic network? Yeah. Right. So on Facebook, what the person is intending to do is to interact with their friends, find some funny memes, maybe see an article or two. And, and lately today, you know, there's more video, you know, they've been you know, going hard on the Facebook lives and now there's Facebook watch. And however, when it comes to video, there's no ad network like YouTube ads. Mm. It, it is the YouTube, you know, the video ad network and, and others are, are chomping at their heels for sure. There, there are close number twos, but YouTube ads is number one. And especially for the fact that the intent behind the person is much different. When someone goes to YouTube, yes, I know, like, like, look, there's no blanket answers to anything. So I always get these, you yeah. know, uh, these roosters, these roosters in my comment feeds, you know, <laughs> oh, but this, you know, yeah. like, yeah, there's always a, a fringe. However, most of the time when you go to YouTube, you're trying to learn something. You know, you're, how do I 
install my new sound bar on my TV or, you know, how do I make this chicken casserole or, you know, when people go to YouTube, they're doing it for one of two reasons. They're either going there because they want to be entertained by the people that they subscribe to, uh, or they're going there with an intent to, to learn something. You know, uh, I think we're all probably following some person that either teaches business, marketing, personal development, health, fitness, you know, we're all following some how-to channel of some kind. And so that's where it's really different. You know, nobody really goes to Facebook when they're like, uh, how do I install a light socket? Let me go ask my people on Facebook. <laughs> that would be the rest. That would be a recipe for disaster because people will, you know, be like, oh, well, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to grab an orange and stick it into the wire. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's about the intent level and that's, you know, that's where Google beats every other mm. ad network. You know, mm. it's why Google beats them in market cap. Uh, it's why be Google beats them in inventory. You know, the other thing is with Facebook, uh, you have, they've always had an inventory problem. When I say inventory, uh, what I mean is, you know, places to put ads, you know, they had the right hand sidebar, and they went into the news feed and, you know, they can only put those ads so often in your news feed before you start, you know, like F mm. this, it's all ads, which I wouldn't mind. I like the ads. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> I would love a, a Facebook feed of just nothing but ads, but the common person would, would just go bonkers mm. over that. So that's why they're adding ads to Facebook marketplace and the messenger. And that's why they added the whole stories thing, the whole stories thing was to try and uh, get the level of inventory that YouTube has, you know, by adding all this extra video content that they could overlay ads onto. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, YouTube has something like, I don't remember the exact numbers, you know, but they have something like 400 minutes of new content being added every one minute. So it's like, a, a, an infinite amount of in, in inventory mm. that you can mm. buy. Obviously not infinite, but... But close to it, close enough. A, a, about as close yeah, as you're yeah. going to come to <laughs> anything really infinite in the world. Yeah. Um, so because there's so much inventory available, they don't need to charge the prices that mm. Facebook is charging. The other thing is, is a view on YouTube is actually a view. You know, a view on Facebook, you know, there's like a three second view and a 10 second view. And there's all these different things when a lot of times a view in Facebook can actually mean just somebody who is slowly scrolling, scrolling yeah, yeah. slow enough that it triggered the, the view, yeah. you know. And so, you know, when, when it comes to YouTube, a view means that they've actually watched your, your thing for more than 30 seconds. You don't pay. Uh, unless they've watched uh, more than 30 seconds or, so, or something like that, you know, and there were, there used to be a loophole where you can make like a 29 second YouTube ad. <laughs> they, they closed that down yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> thanks to the marketers who abused that. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it, it's just a, a, a quality level. It, it's, it's head and shoulders above uh, Facebook. Mm. Now Facebook's mm. good. I'm not, you know, I'm not hmm. saying Facebook's dead or anything like that. Facebook's good. It's just when it comes to YouTube, when it comes to video ads, YouTube is better. And then when it comes to 
adds to webinar, it's even more better. How about that type of, you yeah. know, uh, typo police? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and the reason for that is it comes down to learning modalities. So learning modalities is, you know, everyone has their own way that they like to learn. Hmm. You know, so, some people like to read. Some people love podcasts and audiobooks. Some people like videos. You know, when it comes to video, you get the, the visual and the audible. So video tends to be, uh, you know, you could argue whether it's a better, uh, you know, learning modality. But what it is, is, you know, the, the more important point is people have these mo modalities. And so, you know, if you want to target somebody with a video, that's basically what a webinar is, right? Especially today, it's all recorded videos. We yeah, yeah. look like it's something, right? Yeah. Uh, so a, a YouTube ad works better because it's the same modality. It's It's connecting a video to a video instead of, you know, reading to a video or video mm. to, to written. Interesting. You know, kind of, yeah, it kind yeah. of breaks that person's modality. So that's all the different reasons why, you know, um, and then we can, you know, break it down even more if you have specific questions about how it's done. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Because uh, um, <clears throat> one of the reasons why, um, uh, you know, I found this uh, uh, so fascinating because, as you know, I've, I wrote copy for Mindvalley for about three years and like so many companies, you know, they, they spend big on traffic, but it's almost all Facebook, you know, it's very little Google traffic. I think there's some in there now and it's growing. I'm, I'm not sure if they do uh, much in YouTube ads at all. So uh, they're probably behind on that, but that's, that's kind of the mindset that, that, uh, that I think people will get a lot of value about all the stuff that you, you just covered the reasons why uh, that we should be doing YouTube video ads as, as well as Facebook. Yeah. Facebook's great. You know, Facebook is the best place to do any level of retargeting. And that's what keeps people there. One uh, Facebook very cleverly from the, from the start, instead of going after the large advertisers, they went after the, the long tail. And so mm. the, the way that Google is designed at the code level, um, it's designed to help scale large budgets. You know, that was, that was their strategy. We're going to, you know, because they came in early to the game. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they, uh, they wanted to attract the Coca-Colas and the Tylenols and the pizza huts and the, you know, whatever uh, they wanted to attract all the biggest brands. And so they built a platform designed to help people scale the really large budgets. Hmm. Well, Facebook comes along many years later and um, and then so they now there's a long tail thing, you know, they, they they're not going to try and go after, you know, the established giants. They're going to go after uh, all, you know, the thousands and thousands of smaller advertisers. So Facebook is designed to work really, really well with a five dollar a day budget. Yeah, because they want the, the small business to be able to see an immediate success. However, we all know that when we have that little ad campaign and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, man, this thing is crushing it. Let's go to $100 a day. Boo! You know, <laughs> it, it crashes. Yeah. And, and that's because it's, you know, the, the strategy on Facebook is to have lots of small campaigns. Mm. The strategy on Facebook, or I'm sorry, on, on Google 
is to have large campaigns. You know, you want to have one campaign that you grow. I mean, I grew one all the way to $65,000 a day. Wow. I've never done anything more than $5,000 a day on Facebook. And I know there's guys out there. There's always a guy yeah, who, who's yeah. done bigger than that, you know. But for the most part, people kind of struggle past the, the $1,000 a day, $5,000 a day uh, level when it comes to Facebook, where you just you just don't see that on, on Google. I mean, you could just go and go and go. So the strategy <laughs> on Facebook is lots of little campaigns. And so that's why a lot of companies flock to Facebook is because they it's designed to help them see a result really early on mm. where Google can kind of punch you in the teeth really early on. But if you stick with it, it's a lottery. You know, if you, if you stick with it for the first month or two and really invest into it and learn, Google's going to, you know, the juice is so much more worth the squeeze, but it's like sitting in the cockpit of, a, you know, of, of the airplane. You know, you open it up and it's like, oh my God, what are all these buttons? <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, Facebook, it's, it's very easy. You know, you don't even mm, really mm. need to have a course to, you know, you can get in there and at least understand, okay, well, it says create ad here. It says upload image here. You know, you can kind of stumble your way through it. Yeah. Um, and then also because of all the different retargeting, you know, you have the custom audiences, you have website custom audiences, lookalike audiences. It's really, really designed to help in that aspect. So that's why everybody flocks to it. And it's good. It's, it's, it's the dominant thing for that. And you mm. should use it for that. However, when it comes to cold acquisition and scaling, you know, reaching out. So after you've gotten that, that, that warm audience, I love when people say Facebook is cold traffic. No, it ain't cold traffic, bro. Yeah. It ain't cold traffic, man. It's a lukewarm bath with yeah, rose yeah. petals in it. So um, after you have done well with, with, with Facebook and you've established your, your custom audiences and your website custom audiences and you've got those pixels going, going good, well, the way you get even more power out of that is you start going out to networks like Google. And, and, you know, there's, everybody thinks YouTube ads is different, but it's all within Google, you know, and so yeah, yeah. search – YouTube display, you start going out there and it starts bringing this, you know, it brings the swarm, it brings the horde over to your Facebook ads, you know? Mm. And so you can, you can get all this cheap, high quality, high intent uh, traffic to, uh, to your pages. And then, you know, use those, that lucrative Facebook retargeting platform to kind of, you know, extra squeeze out the juice on those. Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is, start off on on facebook like if you're um still at like uh you know ten dollars to a hundred dollars a day uh sort of range um it's best to start out on facebook get some results and then then go out to a network network like google or and youtube yeah 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 do all your grassroots stuff you know like my my the thing i tell everybody is first start with a branded search campaign in google and that's keyword stuff you know but only targeting your own keywords. So like for me, I would target Justin Brooke, ad skills, you know, media buying masters, you know, just like my product names, yeah. my domain name, yeah. my, my own name. Um, so only target those things. You're not going to spend money because there's not a whole lot of searches to that stuff yet. However, what's good is when you do start driving traffic, that's there to catch them and redirect them back where you want them to go. Cause you may not want them to go to your homepage. Or you may not want them to go to your blog. You want to you want to take them where you want them to go, 
you know, I helped Agora with this. I saw that they had 400,000 uh, people per year coming, you know, doing a, a basic brand search and coming back to their website. You know, the, yeah, because yeah, they were seeing their ads all over the internet. And so then they go and do some searches, you know, and this one was specifically legacy research. Um, and then within legacy, it was the, the Palm beach research group, uh, portion of it, the newsletter. And so people were searching for this, but they were going to the homepage. Well, if you've ever, if you know anything about Gora, their homepages are really just there for the public. You know, it's, there's yeah. no sales, there's no persuasion or anything like that. So I just put up a, a branded search ad and directed it back to their VSL overnight, 30 sales a day. Wow. You know, and a customer to them is worth $500 every customer. So 30 times $500, it's a, it's a good amount of money. Yeah. You know, it's not, a you know, it's in, in the world of Agora, that's a very small amount, but for some Still. people, 30, yeah, 30 sales a day would be, you know, a, a windfall of money for them. So, so that's, you, you want to start there. And then the very next thing is all that retargeting stuff that everybody loves in Facebook. You know, what's good, you know, set up the, the retargeting with the pixels, uh, the website, custom audiences, the custom audiences, set up all that stuff. That stuff's great. So what that's going to do is now all your grassroots marketing, you're emailing your own list, you're doing your social media, you're doing your blog, you're, you know, you're going out on podcasts and all that stuff. Are you okay there? It sounds like there's a tsunami. Oh, sorry. It's just uh, the, my beautiful wife just just uh, um, a lady okay. dishwasher. All sorry, right. go Making on. sure you ain't, you ain't, you ain't getting no, washed away here or anything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you set up all that retargeting stuff so, because now you start doing all your grassroots marketing and, and, and that stuff starts, starts working. And as that starts working, you can kind of leave it alone. There's not a whole lot to keep it keep it going you know so then from there you need to you know you want to start scaling out you want to start growing you want to start making the millions well that's when you start adding on youtube ads or gdn ads and, mm. and things like that and so to give them kind of a, a, a format to follow uh, you know what i tell people to do and i learned this from the real estate industry i was speaking at a really high-end real estate mastermind they liked me, you know, I don't even know how I got in this room, but they just liked me because I knew ads and they wanted to be able to generate more leads uh, for their realtors and things like that. So I'm in the room with these, you know, mega millionaire real estate guys and they keep talking about YouTube ads to their webinars because they're using webinars to kind of bring in new investors and things like that. Yeah. And so they had kind of figured out that if we do a, a little YouTube ad, um, and then tell them, you know, hey, if you like this, we're doing a whole webinar on this topic on Thursday night kind of thing. It was working really, really well. So I, I, I was like, well, that's a great idea. Let me try it for my own stuff. So I did it for my own stuff and it worked great uh, for my ad agency at the time. And then I brought it to some of my clients. I was like, hey, I was at a meeting. I saw these, you know, these mega millionaires. They were talking about this. I tried it out. It worked good for me. Uh, let me try it for you. And then I kind of scaled through uh, my, my client list because it was just working so well. And it's real simple. All you're going to do is you're going to set up a, a three to five minute YouTube ad that is just pure content. You know, you don't yeah. want it to look like an ad. You don't want to turn on your salesman voice, your carnival <laughs> barker voice. You know, yeah. you don't want to have your webinar voice on. Mm -hmm. uh, you just want to be teaching, you know, one cool tip. You know, and because what you're going to do is you're going to target all the, all your competitors, YouTube channels, 
And so here you're going to come on, you know, here's somebody who was just about to watch a video and you come on, you're like, hey, today I'm going to show you how to do blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, well, now I'm going to move my, you know, because you know they're hovering over that skip ad button. Yeah, you know, yeah. They're hovering over it. But when you, you know, the first three seconds, you're like, hey, I'm going to teach you this cool thing. You're like, oh, yeah, I'll watch for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You know, so drop a good hook in that first three seconds and then teach them something. And then, you know, at the end, it's like, hey, if you like this, you know, this is only three minutes. I'm going to be talking about this for an hour, 45 minutes or 90 minutes or whatever uh, on Thursday or every night at 7 p.m. or whatever your schedule is. So that's the format. It's, it's just a very simple video. You standing in front of a whiteboard or you standing in front of a chart. If you want to get a little fancy, put some um, put some pieces of, you know, some pieces of colored paper on the whiteboard you know, and write some numbers on them. So you're kind of like revealing, you know, oh, yeah. different secrets, you know? And so like, you know, today I'm going to teach you the three things you need to know. And, you know, and when you see on the whiteboard, mm. there's three colored pieces of paper blocking it. That helps add to the watch time. It helps create that, that hook, that, that Zignaric effect or whatever you want to call yeah, it in yeah. copywriting. You know, that keeps them wanting to stay on and, and see what's going to be underneath those pieces of paper. So if you want to get a little fancy, that works really well. That's, that's it, man. You know, and then the, the big thing that I would tell people is, you know, when it comes to YouTube ads, look, when, when you have a Facebook ad, the thing's clickable, right? Hmm. You know, you, you've never seen a Facebook ad that's not clickable. And, it, yeah, and on yeah. any device you use, it's still clickable, right? Yeah. However, you never know what how somebody is watching YouTube. I watch a lot of my YouTube either on my PlayStation or my Xbox. Okay. And I always, you know, do this stupid dad joke. My kids absolutely hate it because I do it. I've been doing it for like six years now. <laughs> you know, whenever somebody's like, oh, just uh, click up here to go to whatever. And I walk up to the TV and I start <laughs> <laughs> tapping the tv you know like look i can't click i can't click they're so I'm sure that's funny every time <laughs> it is for me especially yeah. because now they toss and turn oh dad throwing pillows <laughs> at me at the hotel and so i love it however it just goes to show that you you know youtube the, the one problem that they do have they have the intent they have the prices they have the quality they have the targeting they have everything the one thing that they don't have is a very clickable ad unit. It's very much like TV. You know, you watch mm. TV, you can't just click and go. You know, you gotta, so you gotta do things like TV. So the first thing you wanna do in the bottom thirds of your video, you wanna have a very short, memorable um, address. Yeah, URL for them to go to. So like, you know, for me, I'd probably do something like adskills.com forward slash free or forward slash yeah. join or, you know, forward slash go, you know, something very short, very memorable. That way, if they're if they're watching the video uh, on their TV and they're in a hotel or something like that, they can just type it in on their phone mm. or they will, they'll remember it. Next thing, take advantage of all the things that they have built. They have built a lot of things. It's gotten way better over the years. They've created all kinds of different, they call them like website cards and little fly-in links. And you've seen people on YouTube yeah. use them. There's a lot of different ways that you can click on the video. So do take advantage of those because there are a portion of people that will be able to click them because they're watching on a laptop or a desktop or a phone and they can actually, you know, click. Yeah. So do those, but also have that bottom thirds 
And then also, almost everyone knows today, link in the description. You know, you've heard a hundred YouTubers say, you know, oh yeah, and the Amazon links will be in the description or, and the show note links will be in the description. You know, so you want to make sure that you have any links in the description because that's where people have been trained to go mm. for a link. Mm. And then lastly, the fourth one, um, you know, my buddy John Belcher, he brought this one in. He's an instructor inside ad skills and, and he brought this one into our channel. Um, you can text, you know, text. 41315 uh, to get a reminder of the webinar or whatever. And I don't know if that's an actual number, so please don't text that number. Uh, <laughs> I have no clue what will come through on that. Or that's my secret agenda. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can add a text reminder, and that'll help a lot too. So the biggest thing, the biggest thing if you get out of this is, you know, three things. The modality is why this works, video to video. Um, the other thing that you want to get out of this is, you know, short little tip video. And then with the call to action of, if you like this, this is only a little tiny little drop in the bucket. You can learn a whole lot more on our webinar. Okay. And then redundancy of the call to action. That's going to be the biggest thing. If you remember those three things you're going to do, you know, so the other thing is target channels. Don't, don't target keywords or topics or specific videos. The reason you don't want to target specific videos is you never know if that video is active today or not. Mm. There, is, there is technically a way like you watch the video every day for a week and you count the view counts and you see how much it's going up every day and you divide by seven and then you multiply and you get the square root. No, I don't know. You know there, so there is, there is a way to figure out if this video is actually active or not. However, uh, that's, that's hard work. I don't like yeah. hard work. Instead, I like to just target the whole channel instead. So in YouTube, when you're doing your targets, just like in Facebook, you'd load up your interests. You, know, you can either do keywords or you can do URLs. And the URLs are either of the video itself that you want to you be right on top of this video. And I think you should have some of those. That's an, a, kind of an advanced strategy, though. You know, um, you should, you know, specifically target some videos and you can grow into that. But in the beginning, you want to just, you know, click on the channel and then grab that whole URL to their channel and put that in there. That way you're showing up on all their videos, mm -hmm. their old ones and their new ones, which helps you show up on some of their new viral hits. Yeah. You know, and, and so if you remember to target the channels and if you remember to do the short tip to big webinar and you remember the four different calls to actions, you're going to, you're going to do better than like 99% mm. of people on mm. YouTube because most people, what they're doing is they're just loading up a bunch of keywords. They got one video. They think that their offer is just so good <laughs> that people are going to click on the screen. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you do these things, you're, you're going to do a lot better and you can kind of, mm. as copywriters, you know, that you got to kind of split test the calls to action you know you gotta split test the title of the video and you gotta you know try a few different three second hooks you know do all the same things you would normally do as a copywriter but you know do them on the video yeah that was like, uh, that was kind of my next question you know about uh, um things like that i mean do you do a lot of uh, uh split testing of those different elements do you create separate different ads for that or does, does youtube make it easy to do all that stuff yeah, so for me, um, I, I usually like to have, you know, three different um, 
videos that I'll test, you know, because you never know which tip uh, is going to resonate. So, mm. yeah, I, you know, I'll try one that is a tip that's taking them towards pleasure. Yeah. I'll try one that's a tip that's taking them away from pain. Yeah. And I'll, t- I'll try one that's like just a very contrarian angle, mm. you know, a controversy kind of thing. Yeah, polarizing. Right, yeah. So if I'm targeting a bunch of uh, finance channels, which tell you to uh, stop drinking coffee and save that $4 a day, you know, I'm going to say, you know, you can keep your coffee and don't yeah. save your money. And here's why, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, so something contrarian. Um, so uh, those are the three different things that I like. And, and, a, and a great example of that is a uh, long time ago when I used to have info courses about website flipping for a long time and I was doing well you know so it was working and I did so but I'm glad I was split testing because I wouldn't have known that there was something that works better and I think that that's something that a lot of us marketers and copywriters um, you know sometimes we find something that works and then we get complacent with it Mm. we don't realize that there's probably something that works 10 times better yeah yeah and so i was doing well you know um, i don't know if i was number one in the marketplace but i was definitely up there in the top five of the marketplace i was one of the top guys teaching website flipping and um and, and my angle and my ads and my and my landers was always you know how to do the big website flips you know everybody else was you know really just like how to flip a website and i was teaching people how to flip a website for fifty thousand. yeah um, and, and that was working. You know, there is an audience that likes that. However, one day I tested how to flip a website this weekend, and boy, oh boy, did that blow away. There are so many more people who would rather learn how to make five hundred dollars this weekend than there are people who would learn who would want to learn how to make fifty thousand dollars this year. Mm. You know. Um, and so when I switched that angle and I really, I'd only tested like 20% of my traffic to it. I quickly made it to a hundred percent. Uh, but when I tested that, how to flip a website this weekend, it just exploded. I mean, our customer numbers went up, our CPAs were so low. I mean, it, it was just a really good thing. Mm-hmm. I ended up selling the business to Russell Brunson, uh, not too much after that, um, you know, so yeah, you, you got to test those different angles. You never know if it's, if people want to make big, big money or do they want to make little fast money? And I would, yeah. I would be willing to bet that there's a lot more people who just want to make, you know, a couple hundred bucks really quick than there are people who want to make, you know, a big, huge score. Hmm. And you never would have known if you hadn't been doing that split testing. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's a really great starting point for a lot of people. I mean, you've covered, uh, you've covered how to make the videos. I mean, um, uh, when, you, when you talk about uh, the, the, the video view in front of a whiteboard or chalkboard or something, is that just like basic camera setup? Uh, do you need a lot of expensive equipment or can you just do it pretty, uh, pretty simply and still have the same results? Have you tested that? Most of you got a smartphone that's plenty good at doing this to I me, mean, especially if you have anything, you know, an iPhone seven or above or yeah. a Samsung seven or above, you know, yeah. if you have anything like that, you've got the equipment, all the equipment that you need. The only thing I would tell you is to have a tripod mm-hmm. or 
you know, a piece of duct tape and, and duct tape your phone to, to yeah. stuff to a chair or something. You do need, you do need something that's going to keep the phone stationary. Yeah. You know, you're going to get a much higher quality video if it's stationary and not kind of shaking or moving. Hmm. And then the other thing is, is, you know, decent lighting. You know, when I say decent lighting, I don't mean you need to have like a five point lighting system or <laughs> anything like that, or you need to go buy soft boxes. You know, it just means that you, you know, you don't have shadows all over the place uh you know that you're not too dark to see what's going on you know yeah yeah shine some light you know so it's a good you know so people can tell what's happening and then the the most important thing is the audio quality you mm. don't want to have any hissing in the background so think about ceiling fans think about air conditioners um you know you, you just want to make sure that's the one thing that youtubers will not forgive you can yeah. have a pretty crappy video but if you have bad audio, they will turn you off in a second because most of them are watching with headphones and that stuff is like zapping their brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's really interesting. It's like uh, and when we were, um, uh, you, you heard so clearly that uh, I didn't realize it was picking up the sound of the, the dishwasher and and, uh, and uh, you, you probably got headphones on now. So, um, exactly, right. so that, that's how important it is, you know. And I'm, I'm sitting here. I didn't even realize that the, the the mic on this computer was picking that up, but but uh, but it's uh, it's so important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So audio audio is the is the most important thing. So if anything you're going to invest in, put the money into a just not even like a phenomenal microphone, but you know buy like a hundred to three hundred dollar level microphone. You know something decent that plugs in with a USB, um, has a good connection. Um, that's that's all that's that's the biggest thing that you, you you should invest in other than that you know any you know point and shoot camera today is going to work mm. the cameras today are just so good i mean in the phones even the little you know little ones you can find at walmart are just so good you know yeah. you don't really need any kind of crazy equipment um, it's, it's not going to get you that much better of a result. You're not going to see your conversion rate go up because yeah, you use yeah. the Sony a seven three R or anything like yeah. that, you know? Mm, mm. But it's, it's a good point about the mic as well. The one that, uh, that, that I use is a little lapel mic, which actually plugs into my phone. And that way I just make the videos directly on my phone and that seems mm -hmm. to come out pretty well. So that's, that's another way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, this is really uh, interesting. Certainly inspired me to sort of uh, try my uh, my hand at YouTube ads. I've had had my eye on it for a while, and when and when you uh, broached the subject to, for this call, you know, I was very uh, interested to learn a lot of this stuff myself. So I appreciate what you've gone through here. It's been really valuable, and I think that uh, that everyone listening on the call will um, uh, find it uh, very useful as well. So how can people? Hey, how can people uh, keep going and find out more about you and, and uh, more about uh, paid advertising? Well, I eat my own dog food. So uh, if you go to YouTube and you search Justin Brooke, you'll find a lot of stuff about me on there. Um, you know, I've got over a hundred videos on there. If you want to just dive into some stuff and I usually tell people to Google me, there's a bunch of other interviews and you'll find my websites and you know, my other websites and you'll find everything <laughs> about me on Google. But if you want to see my products and, uh, you know, how I run my business, then you're going to want to go to adskills.com. 
you know, we, we do the free book thing. We do the blog thing. We do all the things that everybody does. There's a lot of value there if you want to go check that out. Hmm. Yeah. Um, adskills.com is like, like I was saying earlier in the call, if you haven't been there yet, you know, it's, it's the premier place for paid traffic uh, education. So um, that's definitely a place you should go. Also, uh, you mentioned briefly uh, um, uh, your book that's on there as well. Now that's called Retargeting Recipes. And that's yes. a great one for people to go and, and, and have a look at as well. Um, so that, that's, that's basically about, uh, obviously, about the different uh, uh, strategies you have around retargeting, which is uh, um, some more of the low-hanging fruit, which I think you mentioned uh, earlier on this call as well. So right. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's yeah. just, you know, instead of just throwing anything up there for retargeting, there are different strategies and, you know, like two-step systems and, you know, using this type of ad versus that type of ad. So that's why we call it retargeting recipes. It's, you know, it's yeah. not a book that you'd have to read cover to cover. You can you know, open it up to a chapter and be like, all right, we're going to try this one this week. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's really useful. And is that, that's on adskills.com? Yep. It's on adskills.com right on the homepage. All right. Nice. Nice. Uh, um, yeah. Definitely dive into that to get, get the book and, and uh, look through the site as well, but uh, uh, also go to the, uh, uh, go to search for Justin on, on YouTube as well because that's going to give you a real idea of how to do some of these videos. So I appreciate you coming on, Justin. Um, I've wanted to uh, get you on the show for some time now. I'm glad it's finally happened and, and it's been well worth the wait. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, man. Have a good Thanks. day. Thank you, man. See you later. Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Casagina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.